Good morning. It's Saturday. I'm in the office. You know what that means. The Saturday Morning Hustle post-Christmas edition. That's right. One day after Christmas, less than a week before New Year's. And so like we do every year at this time on this podcast, we are going to talk about not hustle, not drive, not grind, but motivation and specifically being motivated on the right things and avoiding being motivated by the wrong things. We're coming off Thanksgiving and Christmas, even though 2020, these holidays were very non-traditional, but it gets us all in the attitude of reflecting on what we're thankful for, what we appreciate and cherish the most, what's most important to us. And then now with New Year's being the next holiday, the idea of starting over, setting resolutions, setting goals for yourself, etc. So this is the perfect gap in between to be thankful and to think about moving forward, how we're going to navigate 2021, whether it looks like 2020 or looks like what we would probably call closer to normal than the 2020 year was, no matter what happens. We have to set goals. We have to uh, we have to continue on. We have to try to achieve what we do in our life, uh, in our business, trying to be successful, trying to provide for our families, and that's where we get back into the self reflection about how you set resolutions, you set those goals, and what it means, who you're doing it for, why are you being motivated, how you're being motivated, and it's just as important to set goals, create objectives a strategy, tactics, all of those things in order to achieve success, it is absolutely as important to have the proper motivation because your motivation can bleed in over into your execution and specifically your ethics, your morals, your standards, your professionalism, etc. So I'm going to expand on all of that today on the Saturday Morning Hustle podcast. As always, I appreciate you guys tuning in. It is the day after Christmas. I'm not going to talk to you about being in the office today, but I am going to talk to you about thinking about how you're going to help yourself manage your career, your pursuits, your business, et cetera, as we move into 2021 with the idea that you could set these goals as New Year's resolutions and move forward from here with that. So first and foremost, motivation. A, you have to have it. And B, I believe you do, or you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. Uh, and maybe you're getting a little bit of a motivation from this. But essentially, at the end of the day, if you are already motivated, you're trying to figure out how to execute. That's what we talk about here on the podcast. So it's Motivation is great. It's fantastic. It's important. But it also has to be the right motivation. And specifically, you need to be motivated by what you can achieve. And there's things you can achieve for yourself and things you can achieve for other influence you can create for yourself and for others. And by others, I mean people that are important in your life from your most immediate family members all the way through people that you work with, your business community, your community as a whole or city or state or a whole our country and the world overall by providing value and being part of the ecosystem. That's how it goes from center to out, but also not being motivated by the wrong things, which is essentially the idea of being superior to others, to creating cash on the backs of others without providing value and with being success-driven because of the sake of being successful, some sort of because I'm better than others, because putting other people in their place or beating someone in competition. These are all motivations that are very bad motivations, 
because it will ca cause you to cut corners and do things that are not sustainable in the long run, number one. Number two, it makes you very hard to work with. People who are working with you, even if there's a lot of cash involved, they're not going to be loyal and participate with you at a high level because you're not doing other people in the process of service as well. So it's really hard to build a loyal team, create sustainability when you're looking at fast cash, short money, not going big picture. And then the flip side is the most effective, the most productive, the most sustainable entrepreneurs, business leaders, people who create real wealth. And we'll discuss about wealth really means not just dollars and cents a little bit later in the podcast. These people go long, go big with the right motivation. So now I've told you what the wrong motivation is, fast cash, trying to be creating uh, the idea that you're better than other people or something that is easy and, and for selfish reasons. Those things are very unsustainable. And the flip side, to be sustainable, you have to do the exact opposite. Trying to be successful, focus on creating success because it is a personal achievement because you get personal satisfaction out of being your best, not the best, but your best, by doing as well as you can and to continuing to grow and develop yourself so that your version of yourself tomorrow is better than it is today and the day after that and the day after that, as opposed to beating your competition. Competition should be driving you to be better than yourself the way you are today, the way that your business performs today, everything that around you, every aspect of you should be better moving forward because you can compete better that way. Your competition isn't something to be crushed or destroyed or eliminated or an enemy of yours. It's actually a benefit to have that competition because it drives you to be your best. Having motivation, self-motivation to drive to be your best is the right positive motivation. The idea of crushing your competition so that your success path is easier is the wrong attitude. Typically, that ends up becoming really personal. You literally, be ang you're angry or harmful towards people that you consider your competition when the fact is the situation is the competition. And again, like I just said earlier, if you use competition to drive you to be the best you can be, to execute at your highest level and to create a, a level of success, kind of bring up everyone around you so that as a team, as a business, as a brand, you all perform more successfully. Thus, you can create more success for the organization. If you approach it like that, you're going to move forward in a great way. If you're thinking about trying to hurt other people, slow them down or take them out of the equation because it makes the success path easier for you. You're misguided and you're going to spend more time trying to hurt other people than helping yourself. Helping yourself, spending that time and effort on helping yourself, creating better things in your organization will always pay off because ultimately you might drive your competition out of your way, but you also drive your audience away from you. You drive the people who would potentially do business with you away from you to a point that they then are not just looking for alternatives to what you do, the product or service, but just looking to do something different with their business transaction, with their money, with their time, with their attention, et cetera. So the idea of if I just don't have this competition, I will win all of the transactions is completely misguided. You spend too much time creating neg negativity that can't be built off, can't be sustained. And even if you push your competition out, 
you create an opportunity for other people to come in and compete as opposed to flip flip this back around. If you positively build yourself, build your organization, build the people up around you, find the opportunity to create the thing that works the best for you in your scenario and that creates sustainability, repeatability, there comes profitability from that, and then you have control of that process. Every bit of this is positive. Every bit of this is beneficial. Every bit of this is something you control and the repeat of so that you can create sustainable wealth. Now, I promised you earlier I would talk about wealth because too many people, when they hear the word wealth, immediately go right to cash. Wealth is a lot of things. Money is involved in that. Economic Power comes with wealth, but true wealth, as opposed to simply just cash, and we'll explain profit and the definition of that here in a minute as well, but cash is one thing. Economic power is another thing. Profit is another thing. Wealth is the ultimate collection of all these things when applied correctly. And this goes back to the negative way of doing it, the positive way of doing it. The negative way of doing it is taking that money and keeping it for yourself, doing things for you that make you completely benefit and others, if they're lucky, secondarily benefited. The other way around, though, is taking your economic value, taking the cash that you create from a profitable business, your profit, and every business has to have profit or it can't be sustainable. We'll discuss that in a minute. And use that in order to continue your business so that you keep people employed, both directly the people that work for you and your your vendors and people that you will collaborate with in the business space, everyone through the transactional chain and process, all the way through paying sales tax, paying taxes on profitability in your business, uh, which circulates money in your community, elevating the business community that you're in into a better better situation. The city, the state, all these things benefit from positive, successful, sustainable businesses being located there and participating in the system in that way, as opposed to trying to hoarding cash for yourself. So being part of a system that replenishes success with other success, elevates other people Rising tide lifts all boats, all of that attitudinal idea of being in a great economic situation, a a great city, a great state, a great county that all have great economic factors that are better for business, that are better for transactions, better for people trying to buy products or services, as opposed to I want to make my money now and I want to get out with what I need. So that's where wealth comes into taking that economic power the idea and attitude of elevating others, elevating people in your community, giving back to your community, and this comes from time or money being donated for community causes, schools, churches, nonprofit organizations, community-focused organizations, etc. And and this is the key, and this is something that where I take the, the definition of wealth a little bit further than a lot of people do. And I want you to hear this. This is definitely a Christmas message for everyone here. So make sure that you don't miss this part. For me, you can't be truly wealthy unless you're using that wealth to reach back and help someone else who was in your previous position that you were in before that they're in now. So, and often a wealthy person, because wealth comes with influence and power and opportunity you don't have when you don't have that wealth and that recognition of that wealth, often helping others, elevating others, participating in other people's achievement and success that you needed as you came up and when you reach back to do that for them, 
often does not involve outlays of cash. So listen to me. Being wealthy and having all of the trappings and all of the benefits of wealth around it doesn't mean you simply give back money. You can and you should and you should invest some of that money. And we'll talk again about profitability and how much that comes comes returned back. But the opportunities you can create by being a successful person, by being a successful entrepreneur, being a business leader, being someone recognized in your field, being someone who has influence over others because you do business with them, because you've been recognized as someone who does this because you have the wealth, all the things that create what that the definition of wealth, to demonstrate your ability to do so. All of that can be shared with others at no or minimal cost to you, especially your time, your attention, your expertise, your openness to help other people. All of that is a non-cash way that you help other people. And because of who you are, because people recognize your name, they recognize your success track, they recognize that the advice you give them is more value than advice they might get from other people because you have proven yourself to be successful. You see how this is working? All of that makes your time and your attention more valuable. That's value but that you can't put a dollar amount on, but you can share that with other people at zero risk. In fact, not just losing uh, value to you, but increasing value to you. Think about that. You can increase your value, your self-worth, your ability to do other people by sharing as much of that as possible. That is wealth. Being able to do for others by simply showing up, by putting your name on something, by signing your name on something. Have you seen a pair of shoes that are in $150 pair of shoes, but as soon as an NBA or an NFL player or Tiger Woods or a rock star puts their name on it, the Sharpie, now they're a $300 item, a $500 item, maybe they're a $1,000 item. Maybe it's something that an individual can take the time and get that signature put on it and they can create positive profit for themselves, or you as the person with wealth, with recognition, with name brand, can put your name on something, can put your time at something, your attention at something, involve yourself in something to a point that creates value for other people specifically. And this is where your community organizations, your nonprofit groups, et cetera, literally people bids bid hundreds of thousands, sometimes millions of dollars to have a lunch with someone like Mark Cuban or Warren Buffett or pay for items that have been autographed or worn by uh, one of their favorite sports stars or athletes, actors, musicians, etc. Excuse me. Sorry about that. Someone might pay $500 for a guitar, but pay $2,000 for guitars signed by their favorite rock star. If that money goes to someone because that's their business pipeline or they did the effort of getting the putting the uh, signature to the item, that's profitability. And that goes back to the, all the things that come with profitable businesses that I've already discussed. Or, again, making a donation to a nonprofit because it's not just that you write them checks, but you allow them to raise money off something that inherently costs you nothing because you are a wealthy individual who made that happen. That's the definition of wealth. And wealth grows Wealth is sustained. Wealth has even more value than it did the day before by doing all of those things 
not simply infusing cash into it. Because cash is always temporary, cash has to flow through, cash can only be held so long, it has to go out in the world and do other things for you. There's always risk to that. And so true wealth comes from building something that is sustainable around you that then can create other opportunities for value that isn't cash driven. So don't think of wealth as just cash. Oh, let's recoup. Let's recount here. We've talked about positivity and negative motivation, why you're doing it versus why you shouldn't be motivated to do something. We've talked about what wealth is. Now let's talk about profit. And then I'm going to go back to motivation as the ending of this conversation in our post-Christmas pre New Year's goal setting and ideas of who you want to be in 2021. So a lot of people demonize wealth and profit, specifically profit, as some sort of idea that taking profit or gaining profit or building profit into a business transaction is somehow harming the person you're doing the transaction with. This goes back to the idea of creating profit but providing value. I said earlier in our first point about motivation, your ethics and your moral standings and your business professionalism you have to keep keep at a high level. You don't want to cut those corners. If you are making profit because you are pre- presenting value, if someone purchased some, something from you, time, effort, service, product, and they perceive the value of what they're paying for it to be equitable or better – and you have created a, an ability to provide that for them at a profit, reasonable, manageable profit, then you have a business transaction that all parties are happy with. It's a win-win value situation. And so that is ethical and appropriate. If you are not providing value, if you are trying to simply make your additional funds over your cost because it provides value for you and not for the end user. You have no concern about providing value for them. That is an unethical, unprofessional scenario and very unsustainable because you will not create a continual relationship when someone realizes that you simply took their money and provided them no value. So by providing value above and over the cost of that it took you to produce the product or service, which, of course, is your profitability, but you create a win-win scenario where the person who tr- engages in the transaction with you perceives, understands, and actually attaches their own value at your profitability that becomes repeatable and sustainable, that is what real profit looks like, should be looking like, and anything else that you're doing in a shorter term in order to make as much money as possible, as smallest amount of time as possible, with no concern of value, is unsustainable. Therefore, no matter how much money you make, it will implode on itself. So creating real value for others and become a repeatable transaction is how you properly create profit. So don't let people tell you profit is the wrong thing, a bad thing, and negative thing. Because profitability in this day, in this week, in this month, in this quarter, in this section of the year, even this year, is what allows you to continue your business when things aren't as profitable. And 2021, 2020 is an amazing example of that. A lot of businesses came into 2020 expecting something to happen at a level of profitability. And most of those businesses, their profitability or even 
break-even level are way lower than they went into the year because of all the things were affected in 2020 by COVID-19 and all of the other things that happened in this year. The businesses that are still alive on January 1, 2021 versus the businesses that failed sometime in this year because of all the things in 2020 that were negative, the ones that survive will survive because they had profit in order to infuse back into their business, whether it was to stay open and operate and keep employed at the levels they were working at, even if they were waiting for uh, reimbursement loans from the, from the government or however they provided, um, changed their business, adapt, adopt, pivoted, whatever it did they did in order to ultimately achieve the success they needed to in order to sustain, stay sustainable and viable through 2020 and into 2021 when the situation will change, hopefully for the better, obviously. The profit makes that happen because they were profitable beforehand. They had funding. They had opportunity. They had business relationships. They had a system in place that allowed them to move forward, even if they were to uh, go to non-traditional route, receiving infusion of cash, whether it's from a bank or private individuals, venture capital, et cetera, because they had proven that they could do it in the past. That profitability allows them to pay that back at a certain point when business comes back up. After restrictions or limitations are lifted off of us, all of these things of this nature. So, or simply they just use the cash they had in the bank to keep the doors open, to keep the rent paid, to keep the electricity on, to keep employees employed as much as possible. Some could keep them, some couldn't. Every situation is different. But profitability allows you to survive slow times. Sometimes it's seasonal. Sometimes it's just a blip in the radar. Sometimes the market changes. Your competition changes. There are changes in how people spend their money. And sometimes our entire economy is shut down by a virus. When these things happen, profit, previous profit, and the potential for future profit is how a business survives this. So profit is not bad. Profit is essential for a business. You cannot have a business that will sustain itself, thus keep yourself as the entrepreneur and owner, and all the people employed, both directly and indirectly, in, in engaged and employed, and being able to provide for their families if you aren't profitable. It takes us back to the initial conversation and how I'm going to end this today, which is, of course, providing for our family. Providing for our family should be your ultimate motivation. Talked about self motivation earlier, doing things for yourself to prove yourself at your best level because you can, not because you want to beat someone else or be better than someone else. And ultimately, you want to create success in your organization, success in your career, success in whatever it is you're pursuing because it creates the opportunity for you to provide for your family, to be there for friends if they need you, to work with people in your community, to provide for people that you employ directly and indirectly, et cetera, so they can provide for their families. And again, this ripple effect of everyone can provide for the people that they care for. We can keep healthy and happy, have a good community. All of these things happen if our business can be successful and we can create those positive potentials directly for us, for our family, for our immediate family, the people that live in our house that we pay the rent on and pay the electricity on, and people who get a ride around on the cars that we buy and pay for the insurance and pay for health insurance so that we don't get sick. All of these things come from creating a successful entity or a successful career. That's how we provide directly. That is your motivation. That is the absolute positive right there in front of you, direct motivation. How could you not want to grab onto, I'm going to do as well for myself so that I 
I've challenged myself to be my best, feel like I have achieved all that I can achieve with reach the potential that God has put in me, thus providing for my family, creating value for them, providing safety, security, and benefit to them so they can go and be the best that they can be. Then as we engage everyone in our community, everyone in our extended family, in our community, and the people we do business with, all the way through the school systems that we support with our taxes and the police and fire who help us when we need them and ambulances and doctors and hospitals. All these things come from all of us paying our taxes because we are making money, because we get paychecks, because our businesses are viable and we're providing for our family, for our, our extended family, for our employees and people to do business with, for people in our immediate community, for people in our county, for people in our state, for people in our country, for people on the planet who need our products and services we provide them because we do it at value. Do you see how it all comes together? It all circles back into this if you do things the right way, if you start in the right place with the proper motivation, with a proper attitude, do things in the right way, handle yourself in an ethical manner, keep your moral compass in front of you, be professional, provide value, reflect that value back, repeatable, sustainable, and then you continue to support the people both immediately connected to you all the way through everyone on the planet by doing things the right way, the right motivation, the right attitude. So we end where we started. I hope you guys got that today. I went longer than I expected, but I love this topic. I love this idea. Every year at this time of year, I try to put a little Christmas, New Year's spin on this conversation. And again, I think a lot of people think about these things at a base level. Think about motivation. Think about success. Think about wealth. Think about profit. Think about all of the things that go into business decision-making in a street level, if you will, in an execution level, in a tactical level, but in order to be truly great. And I don't mean truly great because you made a billion dollars, but truly great because you achieved the maximal potential that was possible. You've got to think bigger. It's got to be big picture. It has to be this circle that connects where it starts, where it ends, and it continually rolls in a great way. It's a snowball of success, if you will. And continues on because you do things properly. Proper attitude, proper motivation, start in the right place, end in the right place, repeatable, sustainable. All these things are good. I'm going to leave you with that today. So everyone, please don't worry about hustling and grinding on Saturday. You don't hear me say that very often. Do think about your family and friends and the motivation and spend time with them. Be appreciative of them. Hopefully, over the Christmas break, even if a lot of us have not got a chance to do traditional Christmas this year because of the virus and all the things affecting that, please reach out to everyone. Let them know you're thinking about them. Tell your family. Tell your friends. Tell your coworkers. Tell people that you appreciate that you do appreciate them. Let people know if they have value in your life, let them know that. Of course, everyone wants to hear that, so we have to all say it in order for everyone to hear it. There's another circle of positivity you can start creating. Tell people that you appreciate them, that you value them, that you want and need them in your life and in being properly motivated by them, they will in turn return that favor to you. I'm going to leave you guys with that. So thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Starting One Hustle. We're not hustling today, but we're being motivated. We will be back next week. It will be right after New Year's. There will probably be a bonus episode somewhere in there right around New Year's Day from a previous Saturday Morning Hustle, highly rated, 
and highly successful. Be sharing some additional tips with that. And I'll have some announcements coming in early January about additional types of content, not just Saturday, but other days of the week and other topics, a series that I'm going to have planned. I'm trying to work out the details now. I will tell you guys all about that in very early January. Appreciate you guys tuning in each and every week. Again, this week, I appreciate it very much. Please go spend some time with family. Reflect on what you is important to you, what motivates you. Write it down, put it together, and then use it for your New Year's resolutions and your motivation moving into 2021. Everyone, please stay safe, be happy, stay positive. I'll talk to you next time on the Saturday Morning Hustle. Boom. There we go. Out with the podcast. Appreciate you guys tuning in every week on the Saturday Morning Hustle. I'm going to put my Santa mask back on, go out in the world, and appreciate some time away from the office. I hope you do too. See you next time on the Saturday Morning Hustle. Thank you.